another week, another unpaid nobody's podcast. Time for some more BS. Time for some more <laughs> BS. Coming off a great week with Ozzy. That was a great episode. We did have a good week with Ozzy. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, Went Ozzy's well. great. He'll be, he'll be on the show, Glad I guess. to have him on. Yeah, he'll, be a, he'll be the next Isaac, I think. Now that oh, yeah. he understands how Discord works. <laughs> I, the fact that he like chilled with us for a good hour afterwards, yeah. I feel like he enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely enjoyed it. One would hope. Yeah, so welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm assuming everybody. we're live. Before we're live. I... Yeah, of course. We're recording. What up? What okay, up? Okay, but uh, this is a cozy episode. I just felt it like cast. all at once. Yeah. Yeah, this is cozy. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to officially denote it as a vibe cast because we're doing hey, a concert much, review. Yeah. That's fair. But it was a cozy concert. But it was a cozy, was concert. A cozy concert. It was true. Not, dude, that was like, oof. Perfect. That was that a was great perfect. concert. That was perfect. That it was, was exactly what we needed. We saw on a Monday afternoon. Yeah, like we <laughs> had the rare experience of like seeing a concert on a Monday night and having it be just very chill and relaxing. I was home out of the shower and eating dinner by 10 p.m. Like, God, yeah, real, yeah, yeah, for sure. It was wonderful. Undervalued uh, experience. Undervalued yeah. experience. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes I like a late night out, but yeah, no, I appreciated this for sure. <laughs> No question. Oh, so I guess this week is catching up. One. Yeah, we got a bunch of news um, we want to cover. We're going to be talking about a lot of that. And then we're going to talk about the Obsol show with Fresh. Yeah. yeah. Found a new artist. Found I like a new him. Artist. He's cool. Yeah. I got to listen to him more, but I liked him at the show. I liked him yes, a lot. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Oh, wait, Jasper, I have that already. Yeah. Where? <laughs> oh, it's at the bottom. Below. There was a big ass gap. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. So, uh, <clears throat> first, we should just catch up on last week's news and all this other stuff that we kind of bypassed, essentially. Yeah. Because um, we had Ozzy on. Exactly. There was good reason. I don't regret it at all. But just so to catch some people up to speed, in terms of albums, Moneybag Yo dropped Hard to Love, the mixtape Heartless Edition. We had a couple of singles that I actually did want to get into. Um, I'm going to save the interesting one for last, I think, but I have Kenny Mason. I've been following for a very long time. He dropped Dracula. That song bangs, um, highly recommended. Lotto did a remix with Cardi B, put it on the floor remix. Um, super hyped about that. I love that they're collabing together. I feel like I, I know we've said it already before, but like, this is the strongest time period for all females in the rap game. And I love yeah, it. No, I love Definitely. it. Like, it's I'm, not I'm even close. such a huge fan of like so many different artists that are like operating right now. So many stuff. And it's like, you know, something I've, I've realized by, you know, just spending so much time with Rachel, like there is always been like a like a very prominent like woman hip hop, like subgenre. But now it's just like infiltrating the mainstream shows like ours are talking about it. So it's like, hell yeah, it, it, I, I think it's, it's a, a real thing. Yeah. I literally, I was looking this up earlier. Um, I wanted to do nominations and just like have you here. So the best female hip hop artists right now. There's a award coming up. These are the nominations. Okay. We have Cardi B, Coyle Roy, or Coyle Ray, I should say, um, Glorilla, Ice Spice, Lotto, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj. Have you ever heard of a lineup for a best female hip hop artist like that? that that's no. insane. Yeah. Like, how could you pick one? That's impossible. I can pick one very easily. But, like, <laughs> I feel like that's fair. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
I feel like to find anything equivalent, you'd have to go back to like the early 2000s. Early 90s, where you, I would say. 90s, really? I mean, I guess. Cause, what year well, were you thinking? I'm thinking like you're, you're talking about like when Queen Latifah and like Little Kim and like that. Yeah, like, and like, like I guess. Because like and Missy like, Elliott was huge in the early 2000s, and she's like, I like her a lot more. But yeah, and even at that point, it wasn't rappers. It was it was you know R&B. more like R and B and pop artists in the early two thousands. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. I guess yeah, like Sierra and stuff. Who's like certainly like hip hop adjacent. Like yeah, but, you know she falls into plenty of songs on hip hop songs. Yeah, no, <laughs> she certainly yeah she falls into the same areas like the weekend does. Who like Did yeah you... like his main releases aren't hip hop genre, but he exists in the culture one hundred. Did you both see that video? of it was like an old video that came back or like got dug up of lauren hill hyping up a crowd that was just like dead yes no, like I, everybody's I, I think you sent it to me they, i think i might have sent it they yeah got into it no, it was I, it was pretty cool like that that would have been something to see yeah i agree yeah um but yeah that's, but a, that's a stacked <laughs> list of nominations i i think you'd i mean i'm trying to think of like you know, what other time period had anything like this? And it's not nothing. Nothing. Honestly, I mean, the... other genres have had it over the years, sure. like, oh, yeah. like, like yeah. rock and roll and stuff. But yeah, yeah. punk music for sure. Like, yeah, and like R and B has always been. Like, I was gonna say, obviously R and B. Yeah, R&B. they lead it. Yeah, yeah. they lead R and B. Some people say they lead pop music. I think they're more exploited by the pop music industry, but we're. We can get back to that another day. It was a give and take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more so than R&B, I would say. Uh, yes. The only yeah, thing no, I can think about in terms of, and like, it, huge names. We have Rihanna and Beyonce but existing like, again, at the same time. But once, it's like... Yeah. yeah. And, like, the other thing I think is cool is that they all have, like, distinctly different sounds, right? Like Yes. Megan, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Megan Thee Stallion, Ice Spice, <laughs> and Lotto Cardi B, sound more all like, have different things. They sound more like the region they're from than each other. You know, Megan mm, sounds more like a Texas artist than she does Ice Spice. And Ice Spice sounds more like a drill rapper than she does Lotto. You know what I mean? That's yeah. true. Uh, now, now we need a female Jid, and the yeah. cycle will complete itself. We even have... You know who's not on that list, and it's a fucking... Are you going to say Armani Caesar? Armani Caesar. <laughs> I think you're going to say Put Armani some respect Caesar. on that name. Dude, she's the female West Side Gun. She's so it's cool. True. Oh, my God. It is true. She's it so boom, cool. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yes. Like, that is... Ex- Welcome to That's the Liz. That's exactly what I'm here for. Welcome to the Liz, too. It was an honorable mention last year. It was an incredible album. Like, Carmela Soprano me. music, if I've ever heard it. Like, we're gonna add an ad lib for the podcast. There's a button. Boom, 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 Dude, we boom, gotta get. Oh my off. god, we gotta get. We have to get. Like, we're gonna get a soundboard and just lose it. So <laughs> ad lib soundboard. I petitioned my brother to do this, and he decided not to because he got a rabbit a while back. He's he's had rabbits, mm-hmm. and I really petitioned him to name one West Side Bun, and he didn't. That. I would love. And that. we should get a mascot. We should get a mascot. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm still trying to get a full mask on Zay. It's kind of hard. Yeah, we're trying to get <laughs> that 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 will be our mask. Like like when a we full get, ski mask. When we can recreate the Hitler wears her mask albums with, with Zay, that will be. <laughs> oh my god. You know, 
It's like Meow the Jewels, but I sell drugs to it. <laughs> Is that not what you do to Meow the Jewels already? No, I play video games at 2 a.m. to Meow the Jewels. Like... Ah. Just, I'm so upset. What, like, what is this fucking amateur hour? Yeah, like, <laughs> What's going on here? Oh my god! But yeah, dude, crazy, crazy lineup. Who was doing that? Um, I'm trying to see who's at four. Hold on, I gotta pull it back up again. It's some. Uh... Yeah. yeah, fill the dead air. Oh, BT awards. Oh, BT awards. <clears throat> that's yeah. yeah, very cool. So obviously, that's big. That's huge. Um, I mean, since we're already talking about it, technically has more news. Album of the year, we have Always Life is Great, or Anyways, Life is Great by Glorilla. We have Breezy, Chris Brown. We have God Did, DJ Cali. Jesus Christ. This is, really this, this is not great. This it, it gets better. Not, it, it's okay. it's going to take an immediate turn. Um, Jesus, I had to get to that. Even this one is kind of rough. But the last three you guys were like, um, Her Loss. <laughs> Drake and Tony one. Then much we have better. Big improvement. Much better. Big jump. Yeah, but yeah. then we get to the big ones. Uh, Mr. Morale, Big Stavers Kendrick. Yeah. Um, yep. Renaissance Beyonce, SOS SZA. Strong okay. Strong finish. Strong finish. finish. Strong finish. <laughs> well, we're here for it. Jasper. Yeah. I hate. We should have sent him the Kenny, the Kendrick theory TikTok that we saw yesterday. Ooh, no, we actually got to bring it up. Because that's, that's right pretty now. big. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, here, so, here comes a 40 minute tangent. Me, Let's no, do it, boys. No, no, no. Well, maybe. <laughs> you should watch it. It's like a. No, I'll, I'll go over it right now because okay, we're okay, creating okay. podcast content. But shout out to the NFR podcast. They were the ones who did this. Oh, yeah. yeah I like those guys. Yeah. Uh, really? So basically the idea is that every Kendrick album mm-hmm. correlates to a different form of media. Right. So the first one is Section 80. And the interludes are like they, it, it's a novel. Mm-hmm. And the interludes are named after chapters. It's like chapter six, chapter. I'm gonna say you. It's literally broken down. Yeah, it's broken. Yeah, it's broken down into tracklist. Right. Good Kid, Mad City says a short film by Kendrick Lamar. It's extremely cinematic. Like obviously, it has it has a narrative storyline. It's a movie, right? Yes. To Pimp a Butterfly, probably the most obvious one. It's a poem. There's a poem he says throughout the album that at the end it's revealed that he's saying to Tupac. It's, it's literally right. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Like, maybe it's a book of poems. Maybe it's poetry. But it's poetry is, like, the medium yeah. it's working in. Spoken word. Right? This yeah. is where it gets interesting. Damn <laughs> is a ha- is a magazine. I could see it. Just based and on the cover alone. The cover, yeah. Based yeah, on the cover. Time. But yep. it gets deeper. The The titles are this all. This one blew my mind. Yeah. It are all uppercase, like, headlines. Yep. And you can read a magazine backwards. If you read, the, you can read the articles of a magazine back to forward, and it's not, it's the same experience. Right. Well, not yeah. the same experience, but a valid experience, just like and Damn was. It's a real way to read a magazine, and Damn yeah. Deluxe is literally it backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Morale Mind and the Boy. Big Steppers, more of an obvious one, but it's a play. There are, and it feels like it. Yeah. There are uh, sections that are like interludes that kind of sound like, like spotlit, like soliloquies, like with Keem and with Kodak Black. Uh, there's the intermission, yeah. which is the flipping of the two discs. Yep. Yeah. There's we, we cry, cry together, together is literally a scene. Like, it's literally a scene, right? Right. Like they literally yeah. got an actress. That's not a music musician. <laughs> right. Like that's, that's a real a, actress. Yeah. Like, uh, which honestly makes sense, right? So the yeah. idea no, is, I agree. What's, what's next? next? <laughs> like, what, what's next? <laughs> Porno. Porno. 
Honestly, no, um, like, that's not a- <laughs> that's not the worst idea. I, I look mean, out of all the things we were saying over we get, text. We came like, up with a bunch. A video uh, game. I mean, I video game. Video obvious game was one. obvious. The one right. I always thought of was like it's got to be like you go back to the hard shit like Damn, almost like a sequel to Damn. You call it the Adventures of Kung Fu Kenny. It's a comic book. Like it that would be insane. Yeah, that would be insane. The, the other video one, game and comic book would be insane. Yeah. The other one. What if you did like, or what if it were like, like his version of because the internet, where it's like Kendrick's oh. rendition of like digital media kind of infiltrating modern life and I, kind of ruining it. I'll take in it. Some way. I, on one hand, I think that's a stretch for media, but on the other hand, I want that album right now. Like, right? That sounds, you can do it. That sounds like an incredible concept. Like, well, I for would, media, it's because it's like, yeah, it, no, it's to- like, no, it totally qualifies. Cause, like, cause because, because, because the internet is exactly that, right? It's like, it, it no. dabbles in media, but then, makes a statement about it, it. yeah it examines it exactly. so like world star yeah yeah no you're totally right that's really cool that's valid yeah mine Take my notes. favorite ones yeah. <laughs> i'm giving this out for free down. let's go yeah. <laughs> don't I drop the same year as push a t next time yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's my one condition you that's can have really this good. idea for free yeah. you took that personal <laughs> yeah. i i've been taking it personal for yeah. a year it's yeah. been what fucking five years since 2018 i'm still not over it yep yeah. No, I, I, I thought you were talking about ones. last year. Oh, I'm talking too. about both. <laughs> you got hurt twice, basically. Yes. We cried together. What can I say? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a good one. No. That was a good one, Jasper. <laughs> Absolutely that was not. I, you I'm, got, I'm you over it now. I'm over it now. What was the one you were going to say? Because you had a few. And there was I, one I you think... mentioned that we didn't go into further that I thought was really cool. Yes, I think my favorite two was either a sermon because it's very uh, yeah. very tied into religion, yeah. and then obviously a campfire, which kind of touches on some of Section Eighty and how it starts off. But yeah. if you could do like a campfire, like everyone sitting down, and how you tra- traditionally would tell stories to younger yeah. generations. But here's here's the thing, right? Be like, dangerous. I I think campfire, and I think of a certain genre. Okay. I think horror. That's what you tell around a campfire. You tell ghost stories. It's true. And like, interesting. That's not a metro on the production. <laughs> what if? But like, what if though? Because like, right. The other, like, the other dynamic that, like, you know, Kendrick kind of goes like, oh, like, I'm gonna do something navel gazy and like artistic, and then I'm gonna drop hard shit, and then like, it, you know, there was Section Eighty, which was like, kind of navel gazy. Mm-hmm. Well, really, it was his mixtape. It was his mixtape, which went hard. Section Eighty. Uh, was like very artsy. Mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City. I think that's like the gold standard because it does both so well, but it goes hard, right? Like it, <laughs> it does. It it's very playlistable no matter how deep the narrative is. Yes. To pimp a butterfly, swung back up. Very artsy. I think it's a lot more digestible than his other two, actually. Uh, but very artsy. Damn, very hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Mr. Morale. Meant for the radio. Yes, Mr. Morale. Super uh, artsy. Yeah, super artsy. So I think it's going to go... I think the next one's going to be hard shit again. And And you can already see what he's been doing with Baby Keem and how he's just like goofing around literally. Yeah, do Metro. Do like a horror scene that's like a campfire and they're all like telling ghost stories. Oh, Uh, this would be insane. Like hood ghost stories. That sounds sick. Hood Uh, ghost stories? No, we got to trademark that. Yeah. (laughs) What's that that movie? Um, It's like a parody of... um... 
a paranormal activity, but it's uh, uh, like paranormal activity or something like that. Like, yeah, but it's actually yeah. like it's got a different name. It's like a haunted house or something. Oh yeah, haunted house or something. What happened to your furniture? <laughs> like just shit like that. Yeah. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was like a really fascinating theory. Like I love, I love a good theory. And yeah, I I can't wait to see where it goes. I I totally think like that's gonna be what I'm looking for the next time he drops something. It's, it's gonna funny. be one of those moments again where like we say something and it's gonna happen in a week and we're gonna lose our minds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. it's happened more than once. It's happened more than once. When you said campfire, I actually thought more like like singer songwriter type shit, like the way someone would get a guitar and sit around a campfire. Oh. Yeah, I can take that route too. Yeah, I can take that route in, too. Which would be insane for Kendrick, like insane. anything like that. Although, like, there were so singing? many. Oh yeah, there were so <laughs> many rumors about Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers having like rock influence. Yeah, and I don't think that panned out. But like, it's something I would like to see him explore. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, Purvis, you want to go over to singles? Have we gone over to singles yet? What's going on? Where are we? So, like, <laughs> I told you it was a tangent. Last, yeah. <laughs> we're on the last. Yeah, it was a tangent, right but it was so good. That was a good. It was tangent. pretty cool. It, 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 it was, was like, a good tangent, and it, we didn't we didn't circle jerk it too long. Like, it's a cozy podcast. Yeah, it's a cozy. Skip podcast. the part we're if you want on. to. <laughs> we're moving on. Um, and if you're watching on... this on YouTube and you like that tangent, no. smash like and subscribe. Yeah, smash like and subscribe. What if there was just like. A bunch just did it like for like three minutes. Like I just paused our footage. It just said like and subscribe. And one of them says revolution now. Like Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna open up a Patreon just for revolution. Yeah. It's like um dude, that's gonna be look, eventually we're all gonna get shirts. And Jesus Christ. Mine is not saying revolution. No, mine's <laughs> gonna say no. Yours has to be. It's a classic. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Either that or Angel Boy. Those are the yeah. two. Is like the obvious ones. Yeah. Um, we are wrapping up last week's news, but yeah. the last single I wanted to go over last week, we did not touch on it at all. Yeah. Gunna is apparently back. Yeah. Um, apparently. and he <laughs> he dropped the song "Bread and Butter." That you any one of you listen? No, nope. I did not. I. Didn't listen to Gunna before. He was a rat. Because we had this week off in terms of doing a concert review, I only listened to albums that I'm already too familiar with. And enjoyed enjoyed those instead. I actually went through the entirety of Travis Scott's discography because I am hyped for Utopia. Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're, we're fiending. Yeah. I'm fucking itch. ready, dude. I'm <laughs> so ready for this. I'm very excited. Not to not to tease something I'm gonna bring up later, but I was listening to a project that came out very recently that I am enjoying. Oh, boy. Mm. and I think it's something seismic. Seismic, oh my yeah, God. I do, okay. I do. I'll give you a hint. It's not, it's not in hip hop. It's not a hip hop album. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but we'll I think it's it, massive. Okay, but uh, seismic um, hip hop. Call that Rockhampton. <laughs> nope, that one was bad. No. Smash the dislike button. Yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Smash dislike button. Send it to Ben Shapiro. Do it. Like... Oh no! Please no. You swore um, you would never speak of that. I want to debate him. So oh. I can assassinate him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, 
Okay, I'm just not gonna talk about Gunner then. I thought it would be a, no, talk about a talking point. But... Talk about Gunner. Talk about Gunner. Talk about Gunner. I don't know. I just he, he's back. It's his first single. Yeah. Since Did he's you listen to it? Released. You like Gunner? You listen to? Gunna. I do like Gunner. I listened to about half of the song in snippets. I haven't pressed play on the full song. I do know he is addressing the snitch allegations. So I feel like that was the most important part. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's not King Slime. He is not directing traffic. He is not the King Slime. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what happens next because there are. He's not the first person to be claimed to snitch. So yeah, I don't know. The, the only thing is that I feel like most people who get that title are already, at least in recent memory, are like already disliked. Like, I mean that's fair, but just like the concept of like six nine. Yeah, six nine. Well, obviously, like yeah, like six nine is the obvious, like super bad one. Like, okay, you're a snitch. Like. And it's kind of open shut close, but like yeah. there's so many other people like T.I. technically took bail and got out. It's just like, oh, well, people call him a snitch or not. Well, T.I. is still relevant. So it's kind of like. No, he's what? not. We don't talk I about T.I. Yeah. He's weird. He's weird. He has weird feelings about his daughters. That uh, also- more than that. But yeah, you know, uh, like- it is what it is. Uh. The shoes, Jasper. The shoes. Yeah. Well, talk about shoes. You're the shoe guy. Are you getting the shoes? The New Balances? The Banana Boys? The Banana Boys? Certainly not. The the brown and yellow piss shoes? Certainly not. I feel so bad calling them that. I like Amine, but the shoes look really bad. In my opinion. So, for context for everyone who is not up on this, Amine, if that is how you say it, if that is your real name. um, (laughs) It is. I think it's Amine. We're just having fun. He's been tagged but, um, in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he's got a New Balance collab, and people were pretty excited about it. I think I think there was like some some rumblings of like, yeah. you know, exciting kind of underground shoe type thing, and it is. Oh, I'm looking at them. They're so ugly. It is not my favorite thing. I mean, I'm colorblind. I didn't even know it was brown. It doesn't it was, matter. It's really bad. I thought it was green. And I didn't like them. I did not care for them. I have what I think are good pairs of New Balances. And there's something about New Balance, right, where it's very easy to overdo it. It's very easy to overdo the layering and the complexities of the mesh and the suede and all this other shit. And once you have too many layerings in there, it it just becomes too busy. And I think these are that. I think these are too busy. Because, like, I I love, like, a clean 990 V3, which is just, like, super simple. Um, it's got some layering, but it's not excessive. These are excessive, in my opinion. Yeah, I fully agree. I think there's too much going on, too many different textures going on. And the color choice is really bad. It is, a, <laughs> if I'm being honest, it is a poop brown and a piss yellow. If like yeah. it's, it's the potty shoes. Like, Have you not seen I'm them? Gonna share I've my seen screen. the pictures. I don't care. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's. I like like I'm getting more and more into shoes, but it's like I could not care. These are not the ones. These are not the ones. I think I'm finally at the point where like, no, I think I have a favorite shoe. Uh, but yeah, Purvis, did we did we glaze over a potential album of the year coming out tomorrow? Oh boy. Oh no no no! I was doing last week just to catch up. Oh okay. I was gonna do this week. Okay okay okay. No, I'm I'm making rounds. We're starting now. Okay okay okay. I'm doing the thing. Okay. I was just um, like, oh, we got to talk no, about No, I, I wouldn't do that to yeah. you. No. <laughs> what 
Well, let's just close out last week because there is one last topic. Yeah, point no, and this might be in. this might be something we chat about for a minute because this is interesting. Yes. Um. So last week I found an article, and essentially there has been no hip hop albums to chart number one on Billboard 200 yeah. so far in 2023. It is June 8th. <laughs> yeah. We are essentially halfway through the year, and it hasn't happened since 1998. Since it's been yeah. 25 years. That there hasn't been a single number one hip hop album by June. In, yeah, and that is okay. Why? I'm curious what you think, and I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm just curious what you say. Yeah. It's okay. For me personally, I think it's time that, or I would very much like to see, hip hop kind of take its place among other genres, where it becomes less of the de facto medium for expression and instead kind of is one of the many mediums that people enjoy in like a more balanced way when it comes to pop culture i think that the consumption of music in pop culture is has been very hip-hop reliant and focused because that's been the hotness and i'm excited to see that kind of maybe balance out and there'd be a little bit of a little bit of um distribution among you know trendy or you know up and coming pop and other things and there's some of that there's there's plenty of pop music that's not hip-hop that falls into that category but i think when it comes to like <clears throat> larger than life personas and all these things that yeah. we've come to expect from the genre and specifically the, the industry popular genre yeah, yeah right exactly. i feel like the definition of pop music changes with what is actually just quote-unquote popular which is hip-hop music right now right now yeah and that's what i'm saying is like i'm looking forward to seeing kind of i guess a sea change in pop where yeah. it's like we see pop become a more equitable place for other genres to have greater public expression as well. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm I... curious in terms of a direction. Because uh, personally, when I think of pop music, that's why I said pop music is just a definition of whatever is popular. I don't even see pop music as its own genre well, necessarily. I, pop music, that's the thing though, because it definitely is. There definitely is like a pop music genre. Like what else would you call like Katy Perry and like... I don't know. I'm struggling to think of pop. I just don't like the music, so I understand. Sure, but like that doesn't mean it doesn't (laughs) exist. Like, what would you call Madonna or Lady Gaga, right? Like, so Katy Perry's genres, when you look at her, like Wikipedia says Mm -hmm. pop, rock, and disco. So, like, very soft rock, I guess, would could technically be. I would say, I would say, but no, I think pop is a genre, and it's like you know, like it is like it's it's so weird to think about. It's like hard to conceptualize, but it. It totally exists, right? Yeah. Like, Maybe it's just because it's so dead right now. Because I don't know. When I think of pop, obviously, I didn't fully grow up. I would up say, like, Taylor times, Swift like, is like pop. I guess that's true. Although, like, Taylor Swift. But also, just but like, like, she also even... has stuff that isn't pop. Like, the other thing is that, like, pop is also it's tied to capitalist production. So I think it also has to do with, like, the sound of it. Like, I would say, like, Midnight's is like a pop album. And like uh, folklore is not uh, the same way that like Stony is a rap. It was a hip hop album, but like uh, it's a rap album. What Stony? Stony, the first one. Yeah, Post Malone. That's not... Post Malone. Yeah, yeah, that's a hip hop album. I mean, yeah, it's a hip hop album. Yeah, that's but it's a very album. strongly rock and folk. Sure, but it's hip hop. But like, right. and now but yeah, he's yeah. and now he's like a pop star. You know, okay. What what else would you call Little Nas X? Because he's not a rapper. No, he's a pop star, and that's okay. I think it's a genre. I think it's cool. I I I think it should exist. Like, 
I have no problem with people who are like, no, I like this kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you kind of have anything at your disposal, but you know, it kind of has to fit this form factor. I, I think that's a, that's a perfectly cool way to make music and it's certainly a genre. Uh, but it's also like pop is also like a cultural term that just means what's the most popular. And right, right now hip hop is more popular than the pop genre. And I think, and there are other, and there are like more, there are other genres that are more popular than pop that aren't and less popular than hip hop, like country music. And right now, like reggaeton, reggaeton is like blowing up. I think that's going to be a huge part of like the face of like various Latin musics. I think they're going to be a massive part of like the face of pop music going forward. Uh, It's, I don't know. It's so weird to think about pop music just in general. For me personally, because you are correct. It, it is a real genre. Yeah. And maybe it's just because I don't consume it, really. Ne- neither do I, I really, really but, it. like, it is, like, it, there's a few pop albums I really like. I really like Carly Lee Jepsen's Emotion album. Okay, so that that's what I was going to jump into next, because I, I'll fully admit, pop is his own genre, and it serves his own purpose. And if pop becomes the new pop again, then cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, there should I, I, be other forms of expression, but like I feel like as a whole, the pop genre has its ages. It's just completely different. I, there's no way in the world I can sit here and compare Harry Styles to Michael Jackson. Like, yeah, it, no, it that's totally doesn't right. even equate. Sure, sure, yeah. I think no, we're I missing agree. something here. What are you missing? Okay, I think we're missing the fact that I don't think pop necessarily stands alone as its own genre for all these artists, but more so you have a baseline genre that is being drawn from or pulled from in a certain way, and the production is pop on top of that or is, is skewing it in some way. So like The weekend is alternative R&B, but he's, he has a high level of pop production that makes the sound or twists the sound and makes it very accessible based on his style. So like his vocals, his actual performance may be of a certain genre, but then it is being commodified and pop made made poppy like through the production the, on it fit the pop form yeah exactly so I like like look at look it. at yeah. frank ocean doing white ferrari with an edm track by that logic you could say that like that's somewhat of a popified white ferrari given that edm is more of a i guess mainstream kind of vehicle for for e- like casual listeners for, th- for a I, lot of people i think that breaks down though that was just an example off the top yeah, but I, like, don't yeah. get me wrong I definitely think that I think The weekend is a great example of like that process which is very real right I totally think that that's a thing that happens right are we going to say that pop is a box then it kind of is yeah you can take anything to pop by by assigning it the right instrumentation yeah. and the right chord progression yeah it's a re- like, that's pop, the reality of pop, it punk country music punk music in the pop form country music is literally contemporary country music that's on most radio the national is, sounds yeah is pop with a southern accent yeah that's all it is that's lot, how taylor swift got her start a lot of it's hip-hop with a southern accent nowadays there right. you go uh it's interesting because i don't know you said that happens in other genres i feel like it happens the most in pop what do you mean i don't really hear that happening in other genres where it almost has not a negative connotation but it completely changes the entire so you got it i think you've got it backwards you're thinking of it as pop being the genre and then other things being kind of drawn in, drawn to it. What I'm saying is that pop is the is kind of like the surface level and then below that exists right, another genre that's being like dolled yeah. up. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's I, what I'm saying. That's I just what I feel like it's a limiter. Like yeah. it contains all of it almost. Sure. Yeah, and like, it kind of has to because what's going to get radio play, right? Yeah. That's the question. That's what pop's all about. It's about play and streams. It's meant yeah. to be the popular. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But the but if we is, were to talk, but the thing ahead. is, I just think that mode of looking at it, which I think is valid in a lot of situations, I think that breaks down when you look at someone like Lady Gaga, who's like primary like influence is someone like Madonna who was already such a popified version of like soul and disco at the time. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at a point it just iterates and iterates on itself. And then that's what a genre is. So it's like, I think that that's a valid way to like, look at like an individual piece of work to be like, it is like pulling pop this much. It is like pulling pop this much. It's like, you know, is it, you know, Ray Strummond, the Migos, or to Pippa Butterfly, you know. Uh, but what so a I, shame. yeah, but like, <laughs> but that's real, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I totally think that that's a way to look at it. I just think that like, it breaks down when you try what when you you factor in the fact that there are entire artists whose entire baseline is just pop music from the past, and some of those artists are making some of the better music in that genre, like a Carly Rae Jepsen. You know, mm. you put on like a Carly Rae Jepsen album versus like a Katy Perry album. It's like going from like a uh, like Amigos to like a Macklemore. Like <laughs> and like even if you're not experienced with the genre, you can notice that quality, I would say. And I that's an idea I've been <laughs> teasing out a lot this week is like how much quality can someone who's not familiar with the genre like absorb? And I think mm -hmm. it's a. It's not all of it, but it's a fair amount. I, I really do. I'm, I'm curious then. Well, actually, Jasper, you, you were going to say something yeah, before okay. I bring it up. I was going to say, I, I just wanted to kind of circle back to the original point here. I think that if we're looking at like genres that are potentially going to grow in general acceptance, and then not even in acceptance, but in, in just like popular space, I think that there's definitely like our alternative R&B continues to grow, right? Like yeah. the weekend and, and people like him. I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're also going to see a lot, yeah. much <laughs> a lot more like lo-fi and ambient music really like continuing to take off. I think of people like Joji being like poised to really be mass, call, mass market. I wouldn't call jo Joji lo-fi though. He is. I would call, he's In some instances. I think he's very much alternative R&B. He's both. He's he's got a lot. His earlier stuff is very lo-fi. So I listen. Yeah. I I listen to a lot of lo-fi music. I've listened to all of Joji's music, and I just wouldn't make that connection in a hundred years. Uh, I'm I would say lo-fi is a solid forty percent of the music I listen to. Uh, just well, I mean, he. I, I didn't. I didn't put it together. That's what the yeah the internet says about him. Yeah. So yeah. I could see Joji being a little bit on the lo-fi because there's so many different yeah. channels of lo-fi. But I'm I mean, curious. you look at like World Star Money, like a song like that. That's yeah. that's got yeah. lo-fi on it for sure. Yeah, it's but like I feel like it. I feel like lo-fi is almost like a it is an emerging genre, but I think it's like it's an inherently limited genre because like how do you engage with it outside of like consumption? You know. But that's the thing. I think for a lot of people, especially younger people, lo-fi and ambient really is very much a kind of i guess it's like it is the background music in that sense in that you're not looking to actively listen to something a lot of the time i think yeah, a lot of people are looking for for something yeah. passive and i think in that way those passive streams add up like yeah, totally my, my like... girlfriend had her, uh like 
song or like sounds to sleep to as like her number mm -hmm. one on Spotify because it was just on at night for her. So yeah, like right. it's one of those things where it's like those numbers are gonna come out eventually. And it's oh, just like I that part I I don't deny my own listening yeah. habits. Like forty percent of it is like. <laughs> youtube streams of like this is three hours of like lo-fi r&b beats with rainy music right? yeah i feel like that's but my, that's kind of why georgie I, would be one of them because it's just a lot of background noise in a sense sure but like the thing is that like that kind of genre like joji can like go on tour right yes okay yeah that's true yes and the other you thing can't go is on tour like, lo-fi right. concerts are like a social thing they're kind of always going to exist in some form and like, and, and I don't think they're gonna oh and ever move completely to a digital platform. And it's like you know, I love the the, the lo-fi girl, but like she can't be at Lollapalooza. You know, what are I you mean? telling me that you wouldn't attend lo-fi girl concert on your Apple Vision Pro headset? Come I, on now, I wouldn't buy an <laughs> Apple Vision Pro headset. <laughs> like, it's thirty five hundred. Yeah. No, the, the government will mandate you to wear one. Don't yeah. worry. You know, I mean, I like. Man, I can't wait for the one that's like two thousand. It's like okay, then we'll talk. Like, yeah, okay, I'll like, wait for the vision, the vision SE, which is yeah. four hundred dollars. Yeah, like <laughs> as someone with an Android phone, like yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know, like it looked cool, but I also just have a lot of critiques of AR and VR that I just don't think it it's a solution without a problem right now. And like it's for developers, so maybe they come up with something cool. But like, well, that's why they announced it so early, right? Is a good yeah. way to look that's at why. Oh my god, my worst day of the year was WDDC, like when I worked at Best Buy and I was on Facebook. Oh god! And it's like everyone's like, "Can you believe Apple announced this forty thousand dollar computer?" And it's like, you mean the one that competes with sixty thousand dollar workstations? Right. It's right? Just like, oh, like, yeah. It's like you <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. And honestly, like, fuck Apple for even doing, like, a press conference for these things. Like, <laughs> these are these are developer for tools. Yeah, these, these are, are not consumer this, products. Yeah, these are not consumer products. This is like, a stupid way to look I at understand it. That it's simple. You, yeah. The, the, the way to do it for Apple, for all of our listeners out there, if it says pro in the name, don't buy it. You will be wasting your money. Yeah. MacBook Pro. I'm not even kidding. MacBook Pro. Does no longer has features that appeal to average consumers. Get an air. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Get an air. Oh yeah. Air will do yeah. everything Especially you need for like to an do. average consumer. Yeah, right. an average. Yeah, because the air is so good. I use an air. Right. Like, I have the M1 air, and it's just so good. Like exactly. Yeah. That's all you need. Uh, yeah, and like exactly. Even and, at the blue store, we kind of sold it that way. One hundred. Unless it's yeah. like, like unless you, it's a phone that you use every single day. Okay, then yeah, yeah. sure. Get the pro. The but phone like, is like kind of different because like what's a pro phone like? Right. Uh, but well, like they the don't Mac, they the, don't brand it that way, do they? They do. Yeah, it's they like do. iPhone Pro now, and it's stupid. There's is three actually? different models for each phone. No, they're, well, I, I knew that, but now. I didn't think it was actually Pro. I thought it was like what was no, it? It's like regular. I, there's plus. IPhone, oh, Max and some other. Max. Yeah, there's okay, iPhone, yeah. iPhone Plus, iPhone Pro, and iPhone Pro Max. It's right. bad. Not I do not like the way they. Steve Jobs, it. we need you to clean up the product line. Uh, Come back, please. No, I think it's like a good. No, I think it's a good product Thank line. I think it's awful branding. Like... Right. Well, yeah, it's 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 that they're they're they've delineated the line too much to the point where it's just like, which phone is right for you? And that's the I thing. Mean, I, I think, think a lot like, of people get caught up in that. I think it's like, do you want the one that has like the fancy screen, and do you want that in like small or large? Like that's that's the <laughs> that is also that's true. what it is. Those yeah. are the main things that are different. Yeah, do you want the and better you can screen look at camera? That? Yeah, 
You can They'll look at do... that in literally every product. The Samsung yeah, all, has yeah, three or four different versions yeah. every year. You want to talk about really delineations? Need. Talk about Android. You have a fucking uh, phone that folds. Well, that's like, different. That's an entire <laughs> ecosystem of multiple brands. It's not one brand, but I don't no, know. Samsung has like yeah, Samsung five different phones in like, their line. They yeah, have a phone have that a folds phone one way and a phone that folds the other way. Yeah. Yeah, but these are not the same product line is what I'm saying. The iPhone is only directly comp comparable to the S, like the S line from Samsung. Those are the two product equivalents. The rest are different phones for different markets specifically. And to be fair, like to their credit, I guess, iPhone has been kept simple in that way. Yeah. Where it's oh, like, yeah, they're definitely the easiest one to use. That's why it's the phone I go with. That and they don't give your shit to cops. Like, I'm about to say, you can sell this to an eight-year-old and an 80-year-old. They will figure out how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a discussion to be had there, but we don't have time for it. Yeah. Is this uh, a hip-hop podcast? But anyway, so no hip-hop <laughs> thing. No hip-hop for the last... Uh, yes. I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting, and I think it's a little bizarre but I do kind of come down with Jasper where I do not think it's a bad sign at all. Oh, yeah. I don't I think, think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, and I also wouldn't even call this a particularly bad year because I don't think we haven't gotten a lot of bad albums. It's just a we just slow haven't gotten year. a ton. Yeah, it's a right. slow year. It's just a slow And I year. think like a slow year at the end, like if it's a slow year the whole year, then you can call it a bad year. But like right. as of now in June, I think calling it a bad year it's not like the Don Tolliver record was bad. It's not like the no. Conway machine is bad. It's not like scaring the hose was bad. No, these are all like. They're good, good in their own ways. They're good in their for own For different ways. reasons. Right. Yeah. Like, and it, it, none of, but none of them are, besides maybe Don, like are the kind of albums that are going to go number one. Right. Like They're really was not, Conway yeah. ever going to go number one? Was no. an album literally called scaring the hose ever going to go number one? Like, no, and it dude, was never meant to. No, Even the, surprisingly, Daniel Caesar didn't go number one. Yeah, and he's like, like one of the biggest R&B names out right now. I think it was insane that Scaring the Hose got into the top 100. Like, <laughs> you know, like I remember watching Danny Brown's podcast and him being like, we did not think it would even hit that. Like, this is way more like it hitting Billboard at all is mm -hmm. insane. Right. They haven't showed themselves, but I, there's I, a reason. There is a reason. I don't know. I. As much as I love that album, it's probably my favorite hip hop album of the year. I get why it's not a number one album. I get its right. lack of success on Billboard. I'm not like not delusional. Yeah, it's mixed like a minor threat mixtape. Like, it's Be like, like I'm a fanboy, but I'm not insane. Yeah, it's like you know, for the same reason that I'm not going to be upset when Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't win Best Picture. Like, it's... Oh, facts. Yeah. As much Ouch. as I love that movie, I love that movie, but that's not going to happen. Like, I'm putting you on the hot seat. Yeah. That is Spider-Man. Uh, probably Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. I give, I give Guardians of the Galaxy credit for having both an incredibly satisfying and surprising ending, because that's okay. really, really hard to do. I've seen neither. That's, I haven't seen it. Yeah, so. I'm not. That's as hard as I'm gonna say. <laughs> I, but, I just uh, wanted to see which one you like. But more. fuck, dude, Spider-Man's super good. Spider I'm gonna see it next week. I'm gonna dude, see it it's week. so good. I hope I'm you trying to go see one this weekend. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I would certainly prioritize uh, Spider-Verse. I'm curious, just because you're a movie person, did Little Mermaid do better than either one of them, I have or no both idea. of them? I don't. I don't follow the box office. 
Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, Spider Verse has done. I know really it had. Well. A, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's done better than Guardians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I know Guardians are really well. I know Spider Verse did really well, but I don't really follow box office like that. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah. I know Little Mermaid. The release was like insane. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was really good. Everyone. I hear it's. I hear it's a lot better than most of the live action remakes. Yes. Uh, and I also heard Hallie. What's killed is an incredible aerial. I hear we that she's. That. I hear she's equally as good when she's not singing, which is not something you usually hear. Like so. That's true. Me, I, I'm pretty excited to see it, but like, I'm not. I'm gonna wait for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, I, that's not a movie I would see in theaters personally. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend really wanted to see. My girlfriend really wanted to see it, but like, she was also like, I want to see Fast and Furious as well, and Guardians. And it's like the worst time of year. Like a lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. I'm gonna go see that fucking incredibly stupid looking Transformers movie, Big Monkey. Like, please don't see the Flash. I'm gonna. First off, I have to. I have to because I lost a bet to Patrick, whose podcast I was on this week. Go check it out. Real critical. I talked about Spider Verse for an hour. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I lost a bet to him because I'm like, I I didn't think that movie would see the light of day. Really. Ezra Miller. I mean, Ezra Miller. I, I understand they, why <laughs> they have assault charges that are the details are sealed due to the age of the defendant. What are what what else is WB and DC doing? They that that's all they have. They have the Batman. The Batman was incredible. When is Joker coming out? I have Isn't no the idea. filming done? No, the, I respectfully disagree. But again, no, this is Batman not a, was, a music podcast. Oh my god, or, the Batman was incredible. I do not have any time. For any disagreement on that, uh, we will argue off camera. <laughs> yeah, that is a fireable offense. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Joker. I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't know. know. I'm like, I was super skeptical about the Joker movie too, and like, I don't know. I oh, liked well. it. I defended it. I have a 14 minute long YouTube video about it, but like, I remember that actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud of that video, and it never did anything. My other video got like three thousand views, though. Really? Oh, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, my uh, my video about the history yeah. of TV mm-hmm. and like the golden age of television that got that went like minorly viral. That was pretty cool. Sick, dude. Dude, I have an un I have an finished essay that I never f- did about Run the Jewels that I kind of want to. It'll take like an hour to film it. I mean, like, it, no, it will take me eighty hours to like, put that together. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be intense. But yeah. Anyway, okay. I don't think it's like the end of the world or anything. But like, it's kind of a bummer. And uh, Mike is coming to correct it. Like next week. Well, we're done with last week. Let's get to this week's news. Yeah. Um, a lot of big releases. We have the weekend. The World Class Center and the Lure coming out, which is yeah. the theme score. We're gonna have to just cover this weekly because he's dropping tracks for every week before the idol comes out. I think that's which cool. Okay. It's, I think that's super cool. I wish the show was good and not made by the the Euphoria guy. Like, yeah. Like yeah. I just wish the show was good. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like I love the weekend, but like we talked about this, right? We I te- I texted you about like the Spider Verse album where it's like. These things well, got to serve the movie, movie, and it's like, if I don't want to watch the show now because I hear it's awful. It loses like, its meaning almost. It loses, like, my excitement. And, like, I, I'm a huge Weekend fan, too. That's true. That's true. Well, um, actually, didn't Ozzy recommend something with him? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, okay. like, Double Fantasy. I'm going to have to listen to 
Um, we also have Bodie James coming out with Prisoner of Circumstance. This is an EP that he's coming out with. Super excited. We're always here for Griselda. Um, we yeah, have I'm Black- super excited for Boldy James. I recently oh. revisited uh, The Price of Tea in China. That was the one he did with The Alchemist. Ooh, did I miss this? What's it came out in like 2021. I was not on the Boldy James. Uh, you know, last thing. year is when we took over Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But highly recommend Price of Tea of China. Oh, did you ever listen to Indiana Jones from last year? I really like that one. No, I got to. Really good. Okay. If I'm we're talking to... movies, how about that new Indiana Jones movie? I'm going to go see Get it. that. Are you? Maybe. I don't know. Like, we'll see. There's a lot of You're the movie coming. guy. You're going to I love one, Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is one of my favorite franchises ever. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is in my top 10 favorite movies, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, but I'm also kind of skeptical, even though this is James Mangold who like makes incredible movies. I don't know anything about them. He made and Ford versus Ferrari. He made Logan. Dude, the legend. He did Walk the Line, which is in my top 100 movies of all time. Uh, but yeah. All right. Who else is coming out? It's the big one. We have. All right. This is you. <laughs> Janelle Monet, The Age of Pleasure, drops tomorrow. This is kind of hype. This, this is, is hype, one. dude. I love Janelle Monet. She never misses. She's she's big brains. This is going to be a big, a big sexy concept album. Yes, this yeah. is a lot of lust. That's all this, I've this gotten out of be it so far. A, yeah, this is a going to be a fun album. Uh, the music video was um, intense. It's a lot, insane, but you know, it, it was a lot. I'm here for it, but it I'm was here a lot. for it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited for this. Uh, I got tickets for the tour. I'm excited. Yeah, that's dope. It should be fun. Should Dude, be fun. I'm, yeah, Janelle's one of my favorites. I saw her in 2019, and I'm never going to miss her when she's in town. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we also have Black Odyssey coming out with Diamonds and Freaks. Perfect. This album was phenomenal. Who's Black Odyssey? Um... I don't know enough about his background information to give you like something solid to hold on to, but I did listen to his last album and I thought it was actually very good. I think Isaac is the one that actually put me on. Yeah. If I stand correctly, but Everyone I did asks, listen to black vintage and it was really good in my opinion. Everyone asks who is black odyssey, but no one ever asks why is black odyssey. Why? Probably because two odyssey? people fucked. <laughs> <laughs> all all that is good as nasty as all his bio says. Yeah, so good. I go. love that. That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> but either way, his last album was actually really good. Like, not even joking. It, I, I it was phenomenal, it, yeah. in my opinion. So I highly recommend at least checking out this one. Um, we also have what else do we have coming out this week? We have Dave in Central C came out about four days ago. I told you I'm gonna start posting some yeah UK rap. Yeah, this is definitely something you want to listen to. Very okay. short, lives 14 minutes, a couple songs. Move saving now. Phenomenal, it, it's really good. If you don't know Dave, figure it out. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's Hell all yeah. I'm gonna Um, and then moving on to the actual news, a couple of things just to throw over there. Uh, Kit Cuddy is releasing his Jabari figurine. Welcome that's to the nerd sphere, with- Scott. Like, we love it. People are gonna start Galactic. asking you to come to Comic Con now. Like, this is this is the rodeo doll for everybody who couldn't buy the rodeo doll. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. And I still need the rodeo doll. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible. 
Um, but super excited for that. We're waiting for his album to come out. Uh, Chance has had some interviews recently saying his next project is the one he's most proud about. I'm um, hoping. Put it in my veins. Dude, is, <laughs> hey, you are um, you are reaching critical mass. I gotta <laughs> say we're missing something here. What are we missing? Uh-oh. What happened? That we didn't talk about. What are we talking about? Oh, Speaking we miss of something? Cuddy, Porsche Topless. Oh yeah, that song. I thought it was fine. Oh yeah. It was all right. Yeah, I was just—I figured we put it in there. Yeah, like, no, you're hey, right. No, you're totally. I completely right. missed it. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, we you didn't listen to it. it. I haven't listened to it. I listened dude. to it. Like I completely missed it. New Cuddy single. That's what he was talking about. June second. Yeah, I listened to it. I thought it was cool. Like the production was pretty cool. Yeah, but I—I I don't know. I thought it, I thought the hook was kind of annoying. It's not. Um, it's not like groundbreaking, yeah, sure, it's but just, it's just yeah. like a fun summer song. Yeah, I think. no, it's not. Yeah, it's not bad. Like I've heard bad Cuddy. This isn't bad Cuddy, but it's yeah. like. I have a bad habit of not listening to singles to the album come out, so you can blame me yeah. for that. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely one. it's def look, it's a song that totally I could like more in the context of an album. That's uh, fair. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And like I thought the production was nice. That was probably my biggest takeaway from it is the guy who does it. Um he's the guy who does eat some music, right? Yeah, it's uh Benny X. Benny X, yeah. I like the I like the production a lot. I'm impressed with Benny X. That it was it's very different from It is. Sound. It did I not sound like the I thought it was going to I thought it was going to be like oh this is like a Yeet song, which like I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed. Nothing to wrong Cudi. with that. Yeah, yeah, I would not oppose Kid Cudi taking a drive down that genre. It's cool. Can you imagine? Can yeah, you, can you imagine it, she knows this on a Yeet beat though? Yeah. Like yeah. what that would sound like? That would yeah. be crazy. Yeah, no. But that's not what this is at all. Like <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, like I'm not going to lie. I did press play while we started talking about it because I just wanted to get a general sense of it. I like the change and I like the beat. The production, I think, is the highlight so far. Yeah. But I could see I can get a little annoying. It's, yeah. It's kind of weird. It's always weird listening to Kid Cudi branch out, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be one of those fans who's like, oh, yeah, okay, Cudi, or some stupid stuff like that because I hate fans that do that. It's yeah. really like, funny. It's really weird listening to him, like, do so many different styles. It's really funny to me because, honestly, to me, he doesn't really have, like, a central style aside from, like, the spacey sound. Like, that's, like, his one thing that he's kind of carried with him. He does, no, he he kills it. But the thing is, like, he does branch out so much. It's just, like, but I agree with you. It's, like, it it feels weird when it's, like, something very different because, like, oh, hey, this is something we haven't necessarily heard before. It's literally, like, like, if I heard it and you didn't tell me it was him, I may not have would have known. It's, like, eccentric circles where it's, like, you have stuff like the man on the moon spacey mm-hmm. sound where it's like you hear that and it just sounds like Kid Cudi. Like you like that yep. original weekend song that sounds very similar to that. You hear it. it right. sounds. You hear something that sounds like that. It sounds like Kid Cudi. And then you have stuff like Indicud and yeah. uh, Wizard and Kid See Ghost that are like certainly, certainly some strong steps outside of that sound, but they totally work. And then you have other things. It's everything else. Yeah. I mean, it's all on a spectrum, but yes, sometimes they're just not as successful. I think this falls in like the Indicud Wizard kind of realm. I don't think it's on that third concentric ring. But... It's that, but it's like summer ready, Cuddy. Yeah, which is oh, like yeah. No, yeah. It's nice. a little different. It's nice. It's just like, am I ever gonna listen to it instead of uh, Pursuit of Happiness? Crush a bit, little bit. No, I was gonna say, look, let's 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 be honest here. Are you gonna listen to this song? Are you going to listen? To childish Gambino, yeah, feels like summer. Like, 
Mm. Which one's more summer song? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, it does feel very summery. I'll give them that, you know. And I like Look, a good. I didn't uh, hear one hum. Zero out of ten. <laughs> okay, yeah. For me, it's all about. You mentioned Childish Gambino for summer stuff. For me, I'm I'm a Kawhi boy all the way. What? The Kawhi the uh, project. Yeah, I like Kawhi. That's like my yeah. that's like my summer go to. Yeah. I have a very specific like summer albums I go to, and it's always that and Jet Get Born. Those are like my two summer go-tos in the car. Yeah. Jet get born? Oh, Purvis, you don't know. Yeah, he doesn't Jet's know. A, yeah, Jet's, a, Jet's an indie band from the early 2000s. Oh. I don't yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. Garage Rock. But garage yeah. Rock, yeah. Yeah, Garage Rock is a very term. specific lane. <laughs> that is. I literally well, just said cool. it's a made-up term. It's, no, it's real. It's real, but it's not a made-up. It's kind of fugazi. There, like, I would say they're, they're a lot harder than... Than most what I would consider indie. Sure, yeah, personally. Right. yeah. And that was like the garage rock revival of the in like Australia, New Zealand of the early two thousands. That's where you get the D four, who I also love. Speaking of which, real quick, since we're on tangents, <laughs> this is a tangent episode. Let's be honest. Yeah, we made it happen, people. The D four. Did it six, just arrive? Six twenty one, the twenty year anniversary remastered edition of the album Six Twenty. They only huh. ha- I I shipped it here from New Zealand. They have fucking like what ten, maybe like eight thousand, ten thousand listeners on Spotify. But listen to this record; it is great. Ten out of ten. You might be the only one in Illinois with that vinyl. Yeah, <laughs> I might be the only one in the U.S. with this one. <laughs> Fair enough. A true. Fact. I wish I could see like a map of who's bought it, like little dots. That'd be so much fun. That actually would be kind of dope. But also. Yeah. Uh, Docs everyone. No. <laughs> yes. <Just like it. laughs> um, but on to some other releases. We were saying Chance seems to be on his way back. We have Scoreboard Q. It's reported that his album is finished. Like, pretty much done. Ready to drop. Yeah. Again, put it in my veins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah. Super excited for all this new stuff coming out. There is so such a high expectation for albums for the rest of this year. Yeah. I don't know what to think. Um, yeah. Statistically, then, some are going to be bummers. Th- this is true. Um, and interesting enough, then I'll just jump right into it. Complex released the best albums of 2023 so far. Yeah, so, looking at it, I'm not, not it's, it's complex, you know. It does feel like a very complex. Com- isn't that bad, typically. They're not that no, bad. No, they're not that bad. They have their body. Like, they got, you know, they're. They're like the opposite of Pitchfork, you know. They're like whatever's like, you know, the most zeitgeisty in the mo- in like on Hypebeast Twitter, you know. Yep. That's what they go mm. for, you know. That's why their number one is an album I don't consider like a full release. That is also true. Yeah. Yeah. Checks out. Not a full release. Yeah, and like their number two, Ice Spice. Ice Spice is cool. Ice Spice, really, really popular. The second. Yeah. I, Scaring the Holes is 26. Little Dirk is 25. Yeah. Jack uh, Carlos 20. Little Yachty. Very popular. Not a rap project. Not hip-hop. Not in the genre. No, it's not. Well, I don't know. Was this specified to be hip-hop? I honestly do not know. It's. I mean, I don't think so. Larry June at number six. That one I, I listened impressed. to a few tracks off of, and I really like. So this one I have yet to listen to all of. This one I'm not so mad at. Interesting. Uh, Baby Rose. Still haven't listened to. Um, I've heard. Mina Ke- I've heard it. The first few tracks. I thought it was kind of boring. 
Really? Uh, yeah, I was. I haven't heard any. I thought I, I thought it would be like the fun summer album, and like it kind of has that vibe. But I was just very bored. It was not a, a project I really liked. Interesting. Sorry, Young Nudie no, Gumbo. No, no, that one actually, yeah, I'm excited about. Love sick, love sick definitely deserves to be on the top twenty. Ten. Ten. It's ten. I just wouldn't put it above Conway and Scary no. Clowns. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Daniel Caesar 11, Caliuchis 12. From what I hear, I've not heard the Daniel Caesar album, right? Daniel Caesar But from album what I hear, that one should be even higher, which... That yeah. honestly is like top I've five. Heard, yeah, that's what I've heard, is pretty unanimous that it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Conway, I mean, I think, yeah, top 15, definitely, but I think it should be top five, top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe top 10 because, like, you know, it is a step down from the last project, at least to me. Uh, that's fair. Summer Walker. I haven't listened, but I really want to. Yeah, I give some. I heard J Cole's song. Yeah, Yeet at sixteen. I know you guys are fans, but I listened to this album. I would not put that above. I'm not. Mad I don't at think it's even in his top three. Like his yeah. own top three. I don't like. I'm not mad at the idea that it's on the top yeah. twenty-five best of the year. It's just like I feel like there's a long list of projects, even in this less hyped year that I would put above it, you know, and mm. we'll have some disagreements on exactly which ones those are, but I just think it's, I, I don't, I'm not mad that it's on the list. I'm just mad at how high it is. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's no, fair argue, too, yeah. no arguments at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't consider that one to be the top. And I think when we saw him even yeah, the songs, the songs off of that project that he played were not the ones that people went for. The the ones where the crowd really went crazy was not from that album. Let's yeah, it was all Afterlife, mostly. Right. Which is, is this the best album? Well, it was interesting enough, actually, and Brandon and I touched on this very lightly during the week. Number 19 already has Metro Boomin. Now, this isn't even a week old. Yeah. and Does yeah. the album actually succeed outside of the movie? I've yet to listen to it. I... I saw the movie, and I, I'll tell you this. The the needle drops, like the songs that play in the scenes, like as far as like how well do they serve the scene, incredible. Okay. Really, really successful. Um, But there was nothing like Sunflower where I was immediately like, I need to go listen to this in my car on the way home. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. I could see uh, yeah. Well, that was a rarity, though. Yeah, that was a rarity. And yeah, like, that was a hit, yeah. I had, you know... Uh, Patrick Parker, who I did the the podcast with, I made sure to bring this up because I was I'm from a music show, uh, and he said he would listen to it as an album, and it just did not did not work for him. Mm. Um, I'm just kind of curious. Then, like, does it really deserve to be top 19 as an album by itself? But this because is what I mean. That though. we touch based on this it loses what... its purpose without the movie companion. Yeah. Yeah, this is that's what I mean though. Like this is clearly like a kind of hypey kind of options. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they put Jack Harlow at twenty. They did put it top ten. <laughs> yeah. So that once again, it's right. it's less the it's less it's this is just like what it's in front of and less like yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm like its position itself, you know? Like it's I've haven't heard all of Six Lack, I'm sorry, but I think that should be above Jack, man. Believe it or not, I didn't like it as much. Really? I'm not going to lie. I think it's very easy for Six Lack to become 
navel gazing Rep- repetitive it where really the sound the sound is pretty unified or like uniform i guess um i feel that even on his original free six lack you know it's like yeah. that album i very much enjoy but mm. there's definitely parts where it slows down and it feels very steamy and then you've got x calling at the end which just knocks out of the park at the very end so it leaves you with something super strong but some of the some of the songs in the middle are just not there you know yeah, that's very valid. And yeah. believe it or not, as as bad as this is going to sound, this is actually like a lovey-dovey R&B, which like I just didn't think it was going to be. Yeah, I was mm. more expecting like, I feel like the trend right now in alternative R&B is toxicity or darkness, some form yeah. of, yeah, darkness. Um, this is not it. This is actually very like lighthearted. I love my partner type of R and B, and I was not ready for it. Yeah. If Chance the Rapper made R and B, yeah, basically, yeah, Little Dirk, I would have wanted this higher. I like this album. I haven't listened to it. I really want to. I've listened to most of it. I'm gonna be finishing it later today when I'm editing. Uh, but yeah, no, I like this album a lot. Are the other songs as good as the J Cole song? No, but they're good. Okay. Uh. And then, yeah, Scaring the Hose. This is easily my number one of the year. And, like, look, I get that it's not going to be number one. And I just think its position on here is, like, yeah, it's the hype beast thing. Yeah. You know, there were a lot I of I mean, people... a lot of people have it higher. So yeah, no, a lot of people have it right. higher. And, like, there is certainly a sphere of the internet where this album is, if anything, overrated. Right? There, That mm-hmm. sphere definitely exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is it complex as audience? No, I don't think so. No. Definitely not. Uh, you know, I would say if you go to I Fantano, to this. yeah, dude, I, really I do. it it has not left my rotation. Uh, there are still like four songs from this album on my on repeat. Let me show you both something real quick, including <laughs> my number one song that I listened to this year is off this album. What is that? Lean beef patty or something? No, God loves you. Oh, okay. so it's so hard. You know what? I lied. Literally, I open Spotify right now. Something happened where my top six, which is like stuff you listen to, right? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like these top six buckets here. For some reason, Scaring the Hose was in one of these buckets and was just there for the longest time, even though I did not touch it since the review. Yeah. So I listened to it. I listened to it twice. And and during it just it just sat there in one of those the entire time I listened to other stuff over it like repeatedly it just did not go away and it finally went away today when I looked at it finally when I looked at it to show it on on screen no the the uh, yeah I have that too Laura I have like a playlist that like I listen to a lot but like there will be like I've gone like two weeks without looking at it and it's still on there. You know, yeah, it's like the playlist. I don't know how the algorithm works. Yeah, the playlist that like I put on when like when I'm reading, right? I haven't really read much since Tears of the Kingdom dropped, and like I it's still there. I haven't used the playlist, and it's still there, probably because I use it a lot. But you know, that's true. That one makes a little bit more sense. Spotify's I mean, I... like you have pretentious taste. Maybe you'd like. <laughs> Maybe you like Danny Brown screaming into a mix, right. like. Screaming into a blender for 20 minutes. And I'm like, I do. Like, yeah. You know me. This bangs in the whip. Like, I don't know. Actually, I'm very curious how the algorithm works for the top six because I'm looking at it. Four out of the six are just my own playlist. It's just the stuff so you listen I, to. I, I don't know. Like I mine would. right now. Let me look at it. Mine are. 
Well, three out of the six of my own playlists. Mine's One of my them is on repeat, playlist. which I listen to pretty often. One's the Run the Jewels pl- artist playlist I have. Makes sense. Yeah, which I was I listened to at work today, so that makes sense. One of them is the podcast that I'm currently listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Daily Mix that I hit on accident. Uh, <laughs> the I Am Reading podcast, which I did listen to last night, so that makes sense. And then my my main, like, not another bullying po- playlist, which is just, mm-hmm. like, my big, you know, my <laughs> vaults, basically. Of uh, course. Personalized vault. Yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. But, like, yeah, there are definitely some weird things. But, yeah, no, I don't think this is, like, the worst list I've ever seen. But, like, and I think it makes a ton of sense when you consider who. I don't even like the idea of, like, writing for. I'm saying, like, who is complex hiring to, like, be, <laughs> like, you know, to attract the audience they want. And they're probably hiring from this group of people. And that's probably why this happens. And, like, I don't is think complex, it's... would you consider that mainstream hype? Piece? Oh, yeah. 100%. Extremely. Extremely. Hmm. Yeah, it was owned by the the one of the like a streetwear guy, wasn't it? I don't know who yeah, owns it. But David Echo. They're the ones who. Echo. Yeah, they're the ones who do, um, everything. They do everything. They do first be feast, so they do hot ones and everything that comes oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. They do sneaker shopping, complex Joe Lapuma. You know those guys, complex sneakers podcast. Yeah. And then they also do like, um, like street rumor stuff, like um. What's his name? Um, Speedy Mormon, like on all the interviews and things that he does. So, so yeah, there's a lot there for sure. Yeah. That's fair. All right. So, do we finally get to the concert? Let's do it. Yeah. We're here. We made it. All right. So, we're at the Ob Soul Show. We saw it at Lincoln Hall. You guys, have you been to Lincoln Hall before? This is my first time. On my that first side. time. That was on that uh, side of the venue. This is everyone's first time then. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Real small, real intimate venue, but you know what? I kind of fucked with it the whole way. A vibe. Yeah, I honestly did like it. It fits perfectly for someone like Absol. Yeah. Um, I was a little. I would be honest. It was a little intimidating at first. What do you Cause mean? Because like when we were on the first level, it honestly was like this is a really small venue. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Being on the floor level kind of made it seem even smaller in a sense. Yeah. Like, I was almost claustrophobic, even though it wasn't even filled in at the time. But it still gave a really good vibe, and it was perfect for this type of it or this type of artist. And when you go to the balcony, it's even better because then yeah. you can really like see the scope of it all. Yeah, no, the balcony was the move. We were, and it's an open balcony up there. Like, they obviously yeah. have like the row reserved for certain people, and we've announced our way into it. Uh, but it's like open, it's it, it's like a very open place. That was like my, the main way I thought of it. Cause like you go to the Metro, which is, I think like the closest comparison to places I, I've been to, which mm-hmm. is like that, but like bigger, it's maybe twice the size, but with a similar setup, except that the, the, the it's like upstairs. Uh, and it's just very open. You can go anywhere, but like it was tightly packed. Like he sold mm. that shit out for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. and honestly, like it was a shock that someone like Absol was even playing such a small venue. Not that I'm opposed to it; I love that shit. But like, I just thought he would pull a bigger crowd. But no, and like, well, he filled the place. But I meant like, you know, mm. I don't know. It's possible that he could have went to a bigger venue. I think it fit him well. I will say I love the atmosphere of it, but there, I did notice some flaws. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say it was perfect. 
Um, but the whole like idea of an artist selling their merch and the card machine stops working yeah. kind of gives you a good idea of like, okay, this, this is a, a rinky dink production, take. but th- it right. worked out though. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we get there. Idea. It was a great vibe. Definitely a bar bar vibes. You know, it was hmm. cheap drinks, dive bar. I've been to Shuba's, which is like the, the venue on like the other side, they own the whole building and it's like mm-hmm. right there. Um, but I've never been here and yeah, it was nice to just be able to have like a place to sit and watch something. And like, yes. that was the thing. This was a very low impact experience for us. We were able to for walk sure. in, we were able to sit and watch. We were able to like get a really decent view, really quality acoustics. Everything was so clear. Yeah. You know, and I, it was a and really I nice understand quality. that like when you have a smaller venue, it's a lot less tricky, but still that doesn't negate the experience. Oh yeah, and and when we say small, like to give you an idea, we did not come in with tickets. You come to the door and you say their last name. That's how like, yeah, it was small the crowd was. Yeah, yeah. so it it kind of get a sense of like this is what would you say? Maybe a couple hundred. Yeah, something like that. Maybe like two hundred. Yeah, something right. like that. Yeah, that was, um, and that's. I think that's how Thundercat's going to be too, because it's also will call. For oh that. yeah, yeah, that's true. Where's Thundercat? That's gonna. Yeah, we're going to Thundercat. I have to. Oh uh, no, it's at Salt Shed. Oh, interesting. That's gonna fucking I slap. Been there, not I've, yet to, I've not been to Salt Shed. I'll probably have been there already when we go see him, though. I'm excited oh, yeah. for that. Uh, run the jewels. True. Yeah, yeah. That That's God, true. that show's gonna be insane there. I gotta, I gotta get those tickets eventually. <laughs> like, they're just so, all, they're so. just. I keep checking with Jeff because he has like the app, and it, right. like he just like checks it, and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know the fucking. Yeah. The price is. isn't gonna go up right now. Yeah, and Fine, it's Jeff. like, it should be fun. it's like five dollars more than it was the day they came out and they have the only one is that like night two is getting expensive but like uh but no i'm gonna get tickets probably next month or something but yeah, oh, yeah. No. Now, I'll, I'll have been to the shell, shell shed by then but i'm really mm-hmm. excited to go there and check it out this is so <clears throat> cool and thundercat hell yeah yeah that'd be really dope I don't know. The other thing I kind of wanted to talk about is kind of the crowd dynamic or like the demographics within the crowd. How do you guys feel? Because like I, it was actually a pretty good mix. It was a very I, I good mix. Like I saw a lot it of different ages, races, a lot of different that. ages, a lot of different, a lot of different types of people. Yeah. I will say that really like, rowdy kids behind us. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, the very <laughs> there silly. Was the only one that was like screaming basically. at all, <laughs> at all, like was right behind us. Uh. And that's another thing I feel big like I do feel like when you're on the balcony like that. And I felt like this for the first time we saw Brockhampton, too. Like, you can't get the best sense of the crowd. Mm. Uh, but you get a good sense. Like, you know, it's just. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a very copacetic crowd. But when I the thing I thought was the coolest was just how much Obsol was interacting. Yes. With the fans. Right. The entire show. Hon- the honestly, entire show. like at times yeah. to the point where like it kind of affected the flow of the concert. Not something I would ever take issue with, but mm-hmm. it was like significant, which I loved. You know, it yeah. there was a lot of just like love for the artistry and the craft and the passion for the fans. It was everything you would have wanted from an artist of the caliber's Opsol. Yeah, that's very true. He spent a lot of time thanking the crowd, actually giving honor to the crowd and being like, <laughs> You guys are saying, like, oh, I saved your life, but like, you honestly saved me. And like, yeah, it was honestly like. Here. And like, I liked how he like, because there was, it seemed very 
very casual, but I bet there was a bit of like preparation there. Cause like the entire mm. times he's like, give it up to you, give it up to you. And then after he does like that, really, what was like the second, to last song he does do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's like, give it up for us, you know? And like, yeah. there's like an arc there and everything. And it was just like masterfully well done. But first, I- should we talk about the opener? Yeah. Fresh. Fresh. Dude, Fresh was good. He was None of us had heard good. of him before. He I mean, he's, he's on my favorite song off Herbert. The album. Yeah. yeah off a gang of them. Uh, and he came out for that. And dude just came out there. He was super, like, chill. You know, it's one thing to be obsolete and interact with, like, the adoring fans from a 10-year-long career. Mm. It's another one to have, like, such fun, like... Interactions with the fans that no one knows who you are, and Fresh yep. did that, and I I thought he was like a consummate professional. I think he did a great job, dude. I was a big fan. Uh, yeah, he's I, on my list of artists to check out. I really enjoyed the part when he basically was like in between songs, and one guy in the crowd goes, "We fuck with you, bro." Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really. And he funny. was like, he was like, I know that Thank guy's you. white. Like there was one yep. thing where he was like. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he had a good presence. He liked. He, he had a lot such of fun. a good presence, and such a lot. The of fun. actual music was good. Like so I good. Feel like yeah, a lot of openers we had. I do not enjoy their music. I'm not. Gonna yeah, lie. he actually had good music. No, he had music I really enjoyed too. It was really easy to just get into. Right. He brought a lot of energy to it. There he were some questionable the... lines. I'm yeah, not gonna of lie. Course, of course, that, there yeah. were some questionable his, lines. His name has a dollar <laughs> sign in it. Okay, it's not. He's not Noam Chomsky. And that uh, was his rebrand, by the way. <laughs> that was his new name. <laughs> but Can we talk cool also about the the DJs? How yeah. he had three names. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was oh actually gonna God. say a lot about the DJ. What, the the biggest bucko. The biggest bucko. You kept saying Big that. Bucko. The biggest bucko. Python P. <laughs> yeah. Insane. I don't know. <laughs> that shit is so funny, dude. dude I, he, I really enjoyed he that. He kept the vibe going the entire time, though. Yeah. He was committed. I was, I was in and out. He was okay to me. Personally, for me, I liked the music that he played. I liked the energy that he brought, but there were some times. It was, was funny. Like, it was like, oh, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> You're not bringing the right energy. Yeah. But, no, def- yeah, yeah, he's not bringing the right energy. Yeah. But it was a good group overall. All of them played off each other. Even like you said, when they did the Gang of Them song, when they did the trust Best moment in the concert. That was right? actually, yeah, that was a yeah, highlight. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, I like. As, as goofy as that is, it's nice. I love, dude, my favorite thing. I love when, like, artists wink and nod at the expectations we have of them. And when yeah. Fresh was doing the song he did with Wiz Khalifa, he's like, he's not coming out from the back. No. Don't cheer for him. Cheer for me. Don't right. cheer for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Don't cheer for him. Yeah, like, he's not coming out. I'm here. Like, yeah, and absolutely. Dude, just so much, like, personality and personableness. It was just, oh, man. It was a really refreshing experience. It, sure. His, his it whole thing a, with Wiz Khalifa reminds me of when I saw Cardi. And Cardi did every, pretty much every song or almost every song off of Whole Lot of Red, except for Metamorphosis, because he made it very clear that, like, Cuddy's not here. Like, she's not coming on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was exactly that. <laughs> that that's, that's nice. Yeah. Which so, is too bad, because yeah, I was... really want to see Metamorphosis live, but that's yeah. another, another thing. You might still see it. You might still see it. Cuddy's going to... Cuddy's going to be there at Summer Smash. Dude, if we see, if we <laughs> see Metamorphosis live... <laughs> Purpose is about to have another contact photo for me. 
It's no, I'm, I'm fully ready, dude. That's no, that's I'm the biggest bucko I would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When, no, when no Jas- Jasper to listening to Metamorphosis live with Playboy Cardi and Kid Cudi, the biggest bucko. Yeah, I'd pay some big buckos for that. Yeah. Hole for him just to go crazy. Yeah, I, I am very excited. Though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, dude, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna lose gonna gonna be, my mind. It's gonna be fucking incredible. I yeah no I'm Playboy Cardi like. I'm doing kind of an experiment this year where I'm seeing some artists and I'm like, I'm going to dive into them first through seeing them live. Like, yes, sir. That's going to be an experience. Well, that was me for this. Yeah. Oh yeah. So how was your, what was your reaction like then? It was fun. I I had a great time. It was just a really nice vibe. Um, I kind of like, I had heard some of the songs before, but I don't, I didn't know any of the words or anything, but like, Mm. I, I really enjoyed it. I also thought that, the uh denim jacket was fire quali- quality quality yeah. oh yeah absolutely no dude and super nice jacket brandon i don't know if you if you heard what i said to to purvis <laughs> but i leaned over when he put it on and i was like biker denim more like burger denim because he had a burger <laughs> on it yeah, yeah there oh was a God. giant cheeseburger on the back of his denim jacket it looked yeah. pretty dope no, no, he, honestly, gave, well, he was dumb. No, was he really, was, yeah. Funny when he took off the white beater, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, he's getting some guy to do." He's like, "Homie, I know you're not reaching for this." <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're having fun. It's a lot yeah, of fun, no. man. dude. He had so much fun with the audience, right? Absolutely. And like, I remember when I saw Freddie Gibbs just like six months ago, right? He mm. at the end he came out and he didn't do an encore, but he did come out and he like hung out with the fans for a little bit and it was cool. Right. But there was yeah. something about it that was just like, this feels like a little obligatory, you know, like mm. this feels like, even though it's not something I've ever seen another artist do before Freddie Gibbs, to be honest, mm-hmm. he, he kind of was like very much like, I'm going to do this and get out of here. Whereas Obsol just seemed to be basking in like the love his fans. He like grabbed that girl's phone and like wrapped into her phone for her, but like an yep. entire verse. Dude right. was ready. Let her sing the verse. Also, yeah. like it felt like he was ready to sit behind after the show and like yeah, give out that... autographs at a table. Like yeah. it was that kind of vibe, it like book signing vibe. vibe. Yeah. Like I remember, like I saw Kid Cudi at NIU, mm-hmm. and like the story on social media the next morning was that he just went frat hopping the night that night. That's it, fucking insane. Yeah, and like it's like no, that that's guy. nuts. Yeah, that's kind of vibe. So I. Bro, I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed his last album, if I'm being honest. Wow. Yeah. Uh, It was interesting enough seeing all of this live. The lines hit harder. I understood the actual lyrics better and like the impact of it because it. Don't get me wrong. I love enjoying music with like headphones and being able to dive in and have the lyrics up, but seeing people actually live react to the punchline of a verse is like, wait, that was hard. Yeah, like I think yeah. I turned to you two or three times, and I was like, "Wait, did yeah. you catch that? Like that was actually really hard. Yeah, like, that was dope. Yeah, there was a so. few of them. There was one fresh head that was like, Jesus Christ, that was incredible. I forgot what it was, but I'm gonna be looking for it now. I, I just remember, I just remember he was like, "Man, I'm sweating up here like a deacon," and I started dying. And yeah. you turn to you, just like. Anything That's a joke religion just related. For you. Just yeah. like... That was just for you. He put that in. What if I, dude? I thought he was dead ass about to like point up in the balcony and be like, "That was for you, Purvis Funky." <laughs> like, like you, I know. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, man, this was just such a refreshing, energizing experience. It felt yeah. so like in line with like the culture of hip hop. You know, like don't get me wrong, I love those huge stage shows that you get at festivals. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in the genre have really taken advantage of that format to deliver excellent experiences for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is where it came from. And like that there was certainly that feeling to it. I, I will say in terms of not just not even just the bars hitting harder and things like that. I think the impact of having that small feeling, I'm not going to lie. I almost teared up like more, more than once. Yeah. Because like actually hearing songs, like it'd be like that yeah, and having like him that. break yeah. down the lyrics to the song and then him ending off with do better. Like it's stuff like that. It's just like, no, yeah. You're like, really giving back to your community. Cause you're directly there interfacing yeah. with him. Emotionally. Exactly. There's really, so- there's really and he did got to rap twice. I don't know if I, you guys realize yeah, he did, did it twice. Yeah, I realize. <laughs> but I like that song. I like "Gotta Rap" a lot. A "Gotta Rap"'s a really good song. It was a good encore song to end on. Yeah, dude, he did. He did all. He, I really got zero Imagine. notes for this. It was just like. It, it was it just, actually was one thing. Okay, tell me. There, there's one thing, and I'm not gonna say like I hate that he didn't do this, but I think it would have. It would have taken because I'm gonna we're gonna give a grade to this. I'm not gonna say it's an A plus, and there's one specific reason. This is why he did not do some of his biggest songs that he was featured on, and I feel like that was a choice. Yeah. Because like when we, when we went to go see Pusha T, obviously Pusha T was at a bigger venue and he had a bigger crowd. Yeah. But Pusha T did all his bangers. Yeah. He Even did. if it was like one verse on a banger song, he did the one verse on a banger song. Yeah. And he made it work. Yeah. And it was hard. I respect There's a that, lot yeah. of songs that Absol is on that are yeah insane that he didn't even do. Sure, yeah, I don't, I don't hate being upset about that. That that's, right. I think that's valid, especially because like it is Big Sean does it. Like that is everyone does it really. That really is like a uh, not a unfair expectation. I'd say. I would say, though, that from the fact that this was a $20 concert, it was a small, intimate venue. Exactly. It was, you know, this very specific tour. I don't mind that it was focused mostly on the Herbert album and only a few of his bigger songs. Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess I just it didn't bother me. Right. Certain expectations. Yeah. It just I just didn't have that expectation of him. Don't get me wrong. Like and like Pusha T, like. The expectation. I think the thing is that, like, if he did every song off It's Almost Dry, which he basically did, yeah. like, he has, you can tell the show's going to be an hour and a half. That's going to say that's an hour that's hour 40, hour. That's a 40 minutes of music. What's, what mm-hmm. else is going to come of it? Absol didn't have that problem. You know what I mean? That's true. So, um, but yeah, that's just kind of my thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was. If we're giving it a grade, I'd give it an A plus because like it was such a frictionless experience with the venue. It was, you know, the beers were cheap. That was great. Uh, it was a twenty minute train ride from my house. We uh, get out at nine thirty. I was, <laughs> like, yeah, I was, I was in my house at nine nine forty three. That was when yeah. I texted Rachel. I'm like, I am home from a rap show. This is incredible, <laughs> right? Like, and I, that happens when you go see a thirty six year old, like. Yeah. At Lincoln Hall. Yeah. It kind of plays into it. Yeah, no. And I'm I'm completely satisfied. I totally would love to see him at, like, a bigger show. And I don't think it's impossible that that might happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, um, if we're doing grades, then it, you get an A+. Plus. I'm going to I'm going to do an A for the exact yeah. reason. I and feel also, like... I think those expectations, <clears throat> just like that one grade difference, completely mm-hmm. fair. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah I don't want to dock it from him too much, but I feel like, especially in a elevated... genre like hip-hop, yeah. features are everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Have, Especially have him, he has like, like, look, I would have loved if he did like, uh, like that part, like the literally, there, you know, there's, there's the so remakes. much extra stuff that he could have done, but I, I don't want to dock too much from him just for doing yeah. that because it, it's it's a choice. It's not like it's a negative thing, yeah. but it, it would have been dope to see a, some other stuff. Like specifically, I wanted to hear the song "The Law" with Mac Miller. I would have lost it. Yeah, Man. I would have absolutely lost it. That yeah. would have been but, something. Yeah, and but that's is, and that's know. a song that like, you know, I think about like, oh, he he's done like the songs he does with other TDE members. Like, yeah, they're cool, but are they like the equivalent of Pusha T doing? Uh, don't like, I don't know, but that one, yeah, you're right. That would have yeah. been sick. That would have been that's huge. Totally, yeah, that's totally. All right, Jasper, what's your grade? I'm an A, 100. percent I think yeah. it was super solid. I mean, I didn't have the background familiarity. I thought it was really nice. Um, I think the one the one detractor for me was just like it's it's kind of tough because like the it's like the, the ambiance of the crowd is really great and really interesting. And the way he played with the crowd is really interesting. But at the same time, I couldn't help but feel that like every track that he played was very it felt very consistent across like an energy level he has like a very specific vibe he's not okay i i mean i don't want to say he's not dynamic he's a very dynamic lyricist yeah but i don't know if he's that tracks i don't know if he's that dynamic of a performer right and and that's the thing is like i was i'm surprised he wasn't like okay now we're gonna slow it down and now we're gonna go hard and like do the kind of like the ramping that you see Mm -hmm. at shows that gets people really going but i guess it was very much a cozy show like we talked about so i can't fault him for it it's just something where i was like a little surprised not to see it yeah yeah yeah, there was i don't think he did a single song where like people got like hyped hyped no yeah like there was no when he came out at the opener everyone's losing their mind or at the end everyone's losing their mind but like there's no there's no song in his whole you know like there's no like yeah yeah Exactly. Where like people just go crazy. Even yeah, still, because yeah. we have the benefit of being on the balcony, you can see everyone. Like the back of the crowd, they weren't going crazy. No, like yeah. the front in general. Yeah. And like, look, I thought it was a great vibe. It was also like a very safe feeling show. It was like, oh, this is like very chill. I was into it. No one was in danger of getting trampled, which is that nice. is also true. Yeah. Yes. No. I was actually going to say, it's... <laughs> you imagine, Jesus Christ. Um. It. It's weird saying things like this, but it is a smoker's concert, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I feel like most of his discography is more for a chill vibe. I will say. It's not really you go out and drink and do party and do all this other stuff. Like, it's meant to be a chill vibe. It's a chilling and it's a thinker, too. Yeah. All right. So are we moving on, then? Yeah. Recommended songs. Real quick. Isaac just sent us some breaking news. I'm breaking it right now. Oh, God. Please. Kid Cudi just announced his album. Let's go. What yeah. is it? It's called Insano. Insano? Yeah. Insano, and it drops uh, in September. That's so far. Yeah. And we're seeing him. Why can't it come out before that? And Schoolboy Q? As an upcoming listening, listening party. Oh, wow. All of this stuff. Oh, no. That, that was what we already knew. But this is, uh, yeah, it's called Insano. 
Well, that'll definitely be something. Yeah, that'll definitely be something. All right. So we want to do recommendations. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Who wants to go first? Perfect. Cool. Um, I think I text you guys about this, but this is one of the songs that I actually heard just like walking into Revival downtown. Yeah. Um, it's going on lunch break for my job, and it's just a such a real feeling where it's just like you pick up on a very rare song and it's like why who knows about this song who's actually playing this in a public area <laughs> but um the song understood by mike jenkins was playing absolutely phenomenal song it is a banger of a song the entire playlist they had at revival was surprisingly very close to my music taste um but highly recommend that song so understood by mick jenkins was my Ooh, first one that's a good one um, right. I'll go first. Um, okay, so I originally had like a fun conceit for my two recommendations because I got two songs back to back by uh, the algorithm, right? Okay. And it's the kind of thing you'll just not get from the DJ because the DJ segments all the things you listen to. And it was just like these two very disconnected songs that just hit really hard with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to recommend the rap one because the other one was a rock song and I got a different one for that. Okay. Uh, this was the definitive song in my college experience uh, and debatably one of the best songs ever written. Uh, Bad and Bougie by the Migos. Jesus Christ. All right, Donald Glover. Dude, that build up. <laughs> dude, this song was global. This was this, yeah. incredible. And just the, the song that like came <clears throat> right after it that was like, this weirdly hits really hard, Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Wow. Yeah. One two punch. Okay. Yeah, a good one two punch. Yeah. So Bad and Bougie by the Migos. Uh, it's a classic. I'll give it to you. It's it's a classic. It's for the culture. It changed everything. (laughs) Yeah. For the Migos, I feel like. All right. Jasper. All right. I think I might have talked about him before. Um I think one of the most unknown artists who deserves to be much more known right now not in the hip-hop space elliot moss yeah you've talked about elliot moss i think has more chops than james blake yet a fraction a fraction of the plays fraction of the fan base no collabs is that i know of and i think it's down to like the label he's signed to just not being very good or competitive or whatever but Mm -hmm. he just put out two new songs um just now like this year and it's it comes on it's called lazy as the single but there's two it's lazy and altitude and i'm recommending altitude by elliot moss this song hits pretty much everything of his i i really really enjoy i think boomerang his 2017 ep is like probably the most underrated ep i've ever listened to in my limited ep experience yeah um but yeah it's just he's like he's there it's like James Blake with more like electronic backing and instrumentation. And it's just like such a vibe. And I, I really, really messed with this stuff. My girlfriend put me on it. I like heard it before in passing. And then I like got into the music videos to that. And he's just solidly consistently been making cool stuff. So okay. that's, that's mine. But I'm going to check this out then. You said there's a music video to this specifically. I'm pretty sure there's a music video for altitude. Let me double check. Okay. Cool. Yes, there is. All right. 
got some visual effects with it. It hits. All right, but I'll do my second one then. Um, I do not know how I have not brought this person up. Um, I can't give you too much background information in terms of Reggie. Um, I found him a long time ago, and the only thing that he has on his streaming platforms is his singles. I've been waiting for an album to drop for I don't know how long. But the way he has dropped his singles is very similar to how Chance was dropping his singles recently, where it's like all of these are part of a bigger project, it seems like. And every single one, every single one is good. Um, But I'm going to recommend specifically the single I Don't Want to Feel No More by Reggie. Absolutely phenomenal artist. I, I cannot recommend him enough. And the fact that all I know from him are individual singles. When this man drops an album, I'm going to lose it. So oh, highly man. recommend. Highly recommend. All right. Next one. Uh, I want to talk about this one for a second. Recommending The Teacher. It's the second to last song on the new Foo Fighters album that dropped last week. Uh, but here we are. Um, I'm a pretty big Foo Fighters fan. And I've been disappointed with like the last 10 years of their albums. They just yeah. they kind of go with the strategy that a lot of rock bands of their era that are still around do where like all of their albums have like 25 songs and like six bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, this is the album of the year. This is the best album I've heard this year, and it would have fucked up my top five last year for some. Wow. So for some context, uh, last summer, the drummer of the Foo Fighters, uh, Taylor Hicks tragically passed yes um and david grohl who was like basically the foo fighters it's his project but now at a one point he was literally recording every piece of the music but now he has a band with him um david grohl also lost his mother right Jesus. so the foo fighters have like a very typical like arena rock like this is like a uh, the kind of music that would fill wrigley field right yeah. And that's like their favorite venue, actually, which is really interesting. Um, and this album is like a very deep meditation on like death and longing. And like David Grohl, like this staple of the rock genre in the last 20 years, working through these emotions. And it still hits as like a stadium rock experience, right? There is zero compromise. I have not seen someone weave together like substance and like style into such a multifaceted project possibly since good kid mad city this is an insane album wow the teacher is a is a 10 minute long song and anyone who knows the foo fighters would think they are not the kind of band that could pull off a 10 minute long song right Okay. Totally fine. It's like, wait a minute. Dave Grohl's not Frank Ocean. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> well, like, they don't do a lot of key changes. They're not, like, a really dynamic, like, not dynamic, but, like, they're not a very progressive band that, like, It's very tight. Them. Yeah. It's very tight. Mm-hmm. That's a very good word for it, right? I mean, l- listen to The Pretender. You know exactly, yeah. like, the, the tightness. This, yeah. And this is, like, in the vein of, like, The Pretender and My Hero. Those are kind of, like, the songs that stylistically this album feels more like. Um but it's it's a 10 minute long song and it completely works. It is the most astonishing thing I've ever heard and the last song Rest drove me to tears at my desk this afternoon. And I've listened Damn. to this album like 10 times already. Like Sheesh. and look, I know that there are some stellar artists 
dropping albums for the rest of the year, I have a hard time imagining any of them are going to be able to deliver their signature sound with this level of emotional depth. You know, um, okay. I think, yeah. So this was a doozy of an album. This is, I'm very excited about it. It is album of the year. I'm like, saying I would, it. I'm, I'm going to say it. I've yeah, never it's also short. It's 45 minutes long. Dude, I'm, this is your birthday present. I'm going to buy you tickets to a Foo Fighters concert. <laughs> oh my okay, God. But, Dude, but, no, they're going to be, they're the first night of Riot Fest. Them in terms oh, of. Then, no, that's right. Okay, they're, 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 yeah, I'll, no, they're the first night of Riot Fest. And if they don't play against Turnstile, Turnstile is like another incredible band for you to check out. So. I'm yeah, gonna get a full experience. Full experience. Yeah, you're gonna get the full Riot Fest experience. You you got me a really wonderful gift, so I gotta get you back. And this one's right, gonna be. So it's just one cool. day passes haven't been released yet. Uh, Works for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's my recommendation. The teacher off the Foo Fighters' last album, and uh, it's album of the year for me. Well, not. We'll see. We'll see. How so far. Seen. So far. So far, though, it's right. a, like. It's I, dominant. It's dominant. Like. <laughs> I scaring the hose. I probably have listened to more and probably will listen to more because like, once again, this is about death, but mm. like, yeah, no, this is my album of the year so far. And mm-hmm. like, if look, last year was a stacked year and it would have fucked up my top five. Like it would have fucked up my top three. Probably not that much though. Okay. Yeah. But Jasper, yeah. we want to close this out for sure. So like I said at the beginning, I listened to the entirety of Travis Scott's discography. The hype is real. Yeah. Yeah. Leading up to Utopia, right? I, I so, do understand. I've been doing the same thing. So my song that I always come back to, even though it's off my least favorite project of his as a whole, is off Days Before, Drugs You Should Try. That's ten out song, of ten songs. Yeah, ten, that that's song, a ten eleven out of ten songs. That's a good ten twelve out of ten, out of ten songs. Song. Every single it is time, what? nothing has snare like it. It's just it's mwah. nothing even close. It's a ten it, out of it ten is, song. It is perfection. Yeah, it's a ten out of ten song. Travis, Travis said, "It's always popping," and lo, it was always popping. <laughs> it might be one of his. It might be his best song. Like if being, I, I, I don't know, know if it's that. his best song, but it top is five? top five. Yeah, top yeah. five. I'm down with top five, but yeah, no, it's it's a good absolutely one. Wait, all right. phenomenal song. Last, oh boy, are you gonna little, make me do this? I'm gonna make you do it. Fun okay. little last minute game before we sign off here. Top five Travis songs, lightning round, go. I'm not gonna do top five. Get, we'll do top three. Weak. Yeah. Travis. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Personally number, driven, of course. Yeah. Number one. Ooh. Wonderful, damn, no. Which Wonderful? is also, yeah, which is also off okay. my least favorite. I can, I could see it because because okay. the weekend, yeah, yeah. But I also do like the production a lot. I think it's a really good closer. Uh, is this is my closer? number one, correct? Whatever. Well, it's number number one, number two, number three, or number three, number two, number one. Yeah, whatever this you is want. My, what order are you? This is probably my favorite one. It's probably wonderful, even though it's okay. off my least favorite Travis project too. But yeah, mm-hmm. wonderful. Come on, Harris. So I'm doing all five? Three or five. Drugs you should try is up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought we were doing round robin. Oh, okay. Oh, we, okay. We, we can do round robin, sure. Yeah. Oh, so, crap. So I, what's your number one? Do I have then? to go in order? Do we do your number one? He yeah. just did his number one. Okay. Oh, dude. Do I'll unordered. Do, mine. do unordered. 
Unordered, unordered is always easier. I can't do it in order. Yeah. Okay. Unordered. Do it on our then, then one of the top five will be drugs you should try. Okay. My number one, because I already got this shit figured out. Butterfly effect, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Brandon. Probably sicko mode. I know it's like a boring answer, but it's I'm not mad at No, that. it's that's a very cool song. It's a incredible I'm not mad at like it is it's the it's the Travis Scott sound taken to its logical conclusion. <laughs> there can be no more Travis Scott. <laughs> it's the most Travis Scott. Like, it's like the album just ends. Three songs in, the yeah, album ends. <laughs> it is the most Travis Scott. Perth? Trying to pick carefully. Um, Maria, I'm drunk. Good choice. Maria, I'm drunk. Good choice. Uh, my number two is going to be 90210. Okay, great choice. Absolutely. I mean, again, logical conclusion. Yeah. The definition of Travis. <laughs> yeah. My, my third one is probably going to be franchise. Okay. Good okay. choice. Yeah. I love, I love MIA on that. I, I think an ex, I, system miss that. Yeah, no, I think MIA and Travis is like a could be an incredible combination for a project. I, <laughs> I think they go together very well. I just put the other two above it. Goosebumps. I have to. I have Goosebumps to take it off hits. the board. Yeah, I have yeah. to take it off the board. <laughs> I'd put that up there too, to be honest. I'm gonna try and pick up pick ones that are not ones you two have picked though. Um That's what I was doing too. <laughs> So, so then I guess I'm, the rest of this is in no particular order. I'm gonna go, probably. I mean, Mama Cita. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You like can't not. Pick. You can't not do it. Yeah, I like yeah. that pick. Let me film it, then shoot it. 3D money, no illusion. Oh man, Ooh. this is tough. Brandon, yeah. Are you done? Or are you? No, I'll, I'll do. I'll do five unranked. I just want to go eat dinner. Uh, <laughs> And I will go through my. I feel like we talk about Travis Scott a lot. Uh, it's uh, probably, fuck. It is Scott drugs. season. Yeah, probably drugs you could try. Okay. Yeah, yeah probably drugs gonna, you could try. I'm gonna go all the way back. Hell of a night. Yes, uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say it if you weren't. So I'm glad you did. Uh, Astro Thunder. Okay. I like that. Uh, mine. Oh, stargazing! I love stargazing. I think that's stargazing a, fucking hits. I think that's one of the best good. opening tracks. It's a really good opener, yeah, of all time. Do rag activity. Ooh, really? That's a good one. That's a feature though. Like that's a baby Do-rag. king song. That's a baby king song. Okay, yeah. the, the, let me switch it. Highest in the room. I'm gonna switch. Oh, it. Yes. that's a really good, good one. Take. Yeah. Good that's take. That's also about me. Like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like. Here's a take for you. I think that might actually be more of the final Travis song or sound than sicko mode even because it's like it is perfectly packaged yeah it's just like a perfectly contained experience like everything you want out of a pop and rap song is in that three minutes yeah oh we're gonna be unbearable when travis scott drops and my last one since we're talking singles (laughs) escape plan escape plan's really good yeah i fuck with escape plan i've been going back to it lately feature just the buttery like fucking verses on that just it just glides it's great we're yeah. gonna be unbearable, Brandon. I'm sorry, dude. Let's oh. let the, can we at least let the tide go out? Like, also, Cardi is allegedly gonna have verses, a at least a verse on Utopia. So, 
God, I want I want Utopia to drop in the only feature to be Bono, just to spite you. Bono? <laughs> Reading the podcast. Hey, I'm that not, shit I would don't be, want that negative that, energy in my that life. That shit would hit anyway. <laughs> he, you can't, he was you weirdly can't well him. used on Damn. Weirdly well used on Damn. Yeah. Like how um Jim Carrey was weirdly well used on the on weekend. Don FM. Yeah, weirdly. <laughs> I don't FM. even like Jim Carrey. I think he's pretentious and annoying. Agreed. Uh, and I think he has some really bad takes about vaccines. He definitely has a lot of bad takes about vaccines. And also, I hate how people just like put quotes under his face on Facebook. And it's like, <laughs> th- he didn't say this. He didn't say, you know, when life knocks you down, get up and hustle <laughs> twice as hard. Jim Carrey did not say that. Did not say this. <laughs> that sounds like a very specific problem for you to have. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, Tom Hardy has never drank bourbon and said, keep your circle small. Or whatever. Like, what is with this culture? I'm gonna do an investigative report. It's like I think I think people are just confusing Tom uh, Tom Hardy and Conor McGregor again. (laughs) They are from the same dirty (laughs) islands. You're right. 